Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in the Bay Area, it's time for Bay Area Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Bay Area Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, Leah Davis Coaching, inspiring women of color to claim their wealth legacy. Today on Bay Area Business Radio, we have Alondra Chapman with The Inner Athlete. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Can you tell us about The Inner Athlete? How are you serving folks? So The Inner Athlete is a personal training and fitness studio. Um, we are basically 15 years in the making. Uh, it's been a year of turbulence, to say the least, for the last year, but we continue to serve the community with outdoor boot camps and personal training. We're now online and continuing to do as many as we can of the community events that we've done, you know, throughout the years. So now how did you get started in this um, kind of in the fitness wellness uh, industry? I've always been an athlete. Uh, one of the things that I've really kind of dug into over the years is learning as much as I can about the body and how I can stay fit and kind of migrated into grabbing more folks to join me. And it's definitely led to an incredible uh, business that has grown to reach thousands of people. So it's, it started in, you know, high school athletics and drew lots of folks into now what we do, bodybuilding competitions, uh, personal training from young to old, just anybody who's interested in being healthy and fit. So then your clientele is a mixture of that serious athlete, the person that wants to really kind of lean into their fitness and be the best they can be, as well as kind of the sedentary person that just wants to get off the couch? Exactly. We've done classes with folks who are wanting to lose 100 pounds and those who are trying to chisel that last little bit of body fat so they can get on the bodybuilding stage. So everybody that you can think of. So now when you're working with that kind of diverse group of folks, are they able to work out together or do you kind of have to keep them separate? We have different ways of training folks. So with our classes, they're geared more towards fitness so that that's more of your general population. And we do have very specific classes and specific training for those who are competitive athletes. So it's, it, there is definitely a separation of those different styles of training. So now what is kind of the ratio in your, um, in your gym or where you work? Is it primarily kind of the uh, aspirational fitness people that are just kind of learning and want to get better? Or is it that serious kind of more professional athlete? It kind of depends on which trainer you're talking to. So my gym started out with just general fitness and we've kind of migrated to different niches that people kind of fall into. I personally am a professional figure athlete. So most of my clientele that trains with me one-on-one -on -one or in smaller groups will be aspiring to get to the stage or they've done it already. Um, we do have classes that are for the general population, but also trainers that specialize in weight loss, uh, martial arts. So we've got a big mix of trainers in the gym. So no matter where you're at, at in your kind of fitness life cycle, you have somebody there that can help me get to the next level? Definitely. So now, um, how did you get involved kind of at fitness at this uh, highest levels? I started off with trying to use 
a bodybuilding competition as a way to kind of snap back from having my daughter. Um, very soon thereafter, I was pregnant with my son. They're only a year apart, so <laughs> didn't quite make it to the stage then. Um, had another cancer scare. I shouldn't say another, but had a cancer scare um, a year later and didn't quite make it to the stage again. So finally, after kind of getting life a little bit out of the way, if you want to say it that way, um, I was able to get on stage for the first time when I was 35. Um, from there, I fell in love with the sport of bodybuilding and just continued to compete myself and then also bring on some of my athletes from the gym to join me. Now, can you educate the listener uh, when it comes to bodybuilding as opposed to maybe kind of power lifting and figure? Um, how, how do they all kind of separate themselves and how are they different? Yeah, power lifting definitely is for how much can you lift and that's what you're measured on. Bodybuilding, completely aesthetics. So we're looking for a very specific physique when it comes to figure athletes. We're looking for a V taper on your back, shoulder caps, a nice, you know, small waist and very cut and lean legs. Um, bodybuilding, traditional bodybuilding would be a, a bigger overall size. Um, we also have bikini and that's just more of a fit lean beach body, but not as much muscle separation. So the sport has grown into lots of different uh, aesthetics, but it's, it's all about how you look. So it doesn't matter what your journey's been, if you've lost 100 pounds or if you are, you know, close to where you started, as long as you have the look they're going for on the stage. So very different from powerlifting. So now, um, and within kind of the aesthetic side of this, there's a natural and maybe more creative uh, way to, <laughs> to get that look, right? That's a good way of stating it. <laughs> So yeah, I, I compete in the natural bodybuilding uh, league and they do drug test you every show. Uh, well, there's a three month lag. So if you haven't been tested in the last three months, they will test you again. Um, and there are leagues that do not test. So with the natural bodybuilding league, it definitely is a level playing field. If you do get caught, you will be banned. And they have a, a hall of shame actually on their website for people who do, do get caught cheating. And that's just to keep the, the playing field level so that everyone there is working their butts off naturally. And there's no, you know, no one should have the upper hand. So now, um, are you finding that more and more people are attracted to that or, or do more, are people kind of uh, going more the drug route? It's interesting. Um, I definitely have never been tempted to take any kind of performance enhancing drugs. Uh, just not doesn't fit with my lifestyle and, and just my personal morale, um, morals. Um, but there are a lot more people that go the route of taking things to enhance their, their performance. It's interesting because it definitely is not something that's necessarily healthy for you. And that's the reason that I went into fitness is to make sure that myself and my clients are healthy. So, you know, um, it's an interesting concept and people still do go that route. And there are lots more people actually that go that route than those who stay natural. So it's an interesting thing. It's, definitely for me, it's always been just the natural route. Yeah. I think it's interesting when people um, probably initially get into something for health reasons and then 
then they end up doing things that may be sacrificing their health in order to get an aesthetic uh, that in their head they think is what their their true north has become rather than just be healthy, which was their yeah, true I north think, when they started. I think that there's a lot of just not not educated decisions being made because, you know, don't get me wrong, when you take any kind of drug, you absolutely have to still do the work. Uh, which is for me the reason that I would never go that route because you still have to do the work. There is no shortcutting that. Um, you may get there a little faster, but you still have to do the work. So for me, the longevity of my career as a bodybuilder and the just my my own personal health is the reason that I've stuck it out as a natural athlete. And probably also to be a role model uh, for your kids and for young yeah. people as well. Definitely. So now, how do you balance it all? Kind of the mom, wife, business owner, trainer, competitor. That's a lot on your plate. It and, is. and your plate's probably filled with healthy things. So uh, that's <laughs> another thing. Yeah. I, I definitely have to schedule everything. I don't really have a lot of days that I'm, you know, guessing what I'm going to do. I have to plan things out well in advance uh, with all of my clients, with all of the, uh, you know, just the workouts for myself, for meal prepping, for, you know, taking calls like this, like everything is planned out in advance. So I have time to do that. I have to also plan downtime because I'm a workaholic and I will work forever, but I do know the importance of actually taking your time to rest and recover. So all of those things have to be planned out. And that's good advice for business folks out there as well. Um, Pre-planning is can be a a competitive advantage rather than just kind of winging it and a moment by moment basis. So if you can pre-plan your week and block times to do things uh, that that get important things done, I think you're going to find you'll be successful faster. Absolutely. So now any advice for the folks, let's go with your two constituents. You got the sedentary person that maybe is now decided, hey, I want to do something. I want to lose some weight. I want to get in shape. Um, Any do's and don'ts for that person who wants to kind of um, get off the couch and uh, get into the gym maybe for the first time in a long time? I definitely have pretty much the same advice for everyone when it comes to keeping yourself accountable for making any kind of increase in your fitness level. Move your body in a way that is healthy for you. If you're getting off the couch, don't take up the, you know, your first shot at running a marathon. 26 miles is a long way. (laughs) The first thing you can do is make something that's a small attainable goal and shoot for that and be consistent with that. So make an appointment with yourself to hit the treadmill three times a week. If you know you can maintain that, then step it up to four. But just small attainable goals will help you get there. And then set a due date for yourself. If you know you want to lose five pounds, give yourself a date to do that by. And then stick to it. You have to make the right decisions to get yourself there. Now, I've heard that uh, weight loss begins in the kitchen, not necessarily the gym. Uh, Any advice when it comes to eating more healthy? I say learn what you like and don't force things that you don't. If you know that personally, I love Thai food. So I've learned to cook Thai food and put a healthy spin on it. 
Um, I, I learned what the spices are and, and those things that will make, make me want to eat these types of foods on an ongoing basis, but they're still healthy enough for me to keep my weight in check. And, and I'm not going to go for a Twinkie or a donut because I like what I'm actually eating. And then uh, for you, you mentioned that in your life, you've had some uh, hardship and some challenges. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and how you were able to overcome those? Do we have an hour? <laughs> uh, the few things that I can just talk to you about quickly off the top of my head, um, I definitely have had my share of health challenges. I had a tumor on my right kidney, which uh, resulted in my right kidney and the tumor being removed. And that led me to be a lot more just in touch with my body, but also having to understand how I can deal with my new set of circumstances with healthier foods for me personally. So, you know, my advice to anyone dealing with any sort of issues that are, you know, autoimmune, I also have um, Hashimoto's. And that also requires certain foods. But if you're dealing with any of those types of issues, learn what it is that your body needs and give your body what it needs. The worst thing you can do is ignore symptoms, ignore things and not give your body what it needs because eventually the body will win and you will have to sit down and deal with it. Better to start now than wait until it's a problem. So definitely understanding how your body needs certain foods and water that's, which is so important. Drinking water is so important. I, I definitely see a lot of people who don't get enough water in daily, or they're drinking too much coffee or sodas and just all those things, everything taps into your, your optimal health. And you have to understand it's, it's not just one thing. It's not just the gym. It's not just, um, you know, your food, it's rest. It's making sure you take care of all of those things. Isn't that ironic that some of the stuff that really makes the biggest difference are the things that you do have a lot of control over, like your sleep, like your food, um, that it, it doesn't require you necessarily to be kind of having those good genetics that you can kind of work with what you get and get a good result. Absolutely. So now uh, you mentioned that um, it's been challenging, obviously, going through the pandemic in your kind of business where it requires kind of people coming together in person. How have you been able to kind of navigate that? And did you pivot to some sort of digital or online uh, virtual get togethers? And um, if so, how is that looking for you going, moving forward? Yeah, so I definitely the day and it's, it's interesting today is the day a year ago that we shut down. And uh, looking back at that, it was very interesting to see what has changed over this last year. So immediately within 48 hours, we were online doing Zoom workouts, and we've continued to do that. We are outside uh, doing boot camps and whatever training we can in person, but we have not reopened the gym. So we are sticking with the outdoor workouts and the online workouts. And so far, the clients who have stuck it out have done actually really well. I'm really proud of them and their dedication to staying fit because it's so important. As I said, like if you are not focusing some of your energy on staying fit, your body will let you know. I've seen a lot of people gain a bunch of weight and have, you know, other health issues in addition to trying to stay healthy from not, you know, getting COVID. So it's, it's something that 
we've, um, I think we've done a pretty good job of pivoting to that, you know, virtual space and, and keeping people accountable, but, you know, there's no replacing the in-person. It's just not exactly the same, but we're doing the best we can. So now looking forward, is there anything you're looking forward to moving into this year as kind of the pandemic is beginning to wane? We've, we'd love to get back to in-person. However, uh, in our county, we're not open to more than just one-on-one training, um, which for me in my large space, one-on-one is not very helpful. So we're continuing to do what we can outdoors and online. And I'd love to get back to you know the energy and the community that we had before because the inner athlete is known for just having a great body of people coming together, all looking to get fit. They're very encouraging to one another and we just have a good time. So I I definitely am looking forward to that. Now talk a little bit about uh, the name Inner Athlete. Why did you name uh, your organization that? Well, one thing that I, I have kind of stood on is everyone can do this fitness thing. It may not look the same. It may not, you know, come out to be the same goal at the end, but Everyone has an athlete within them. And I have a huge background in athletics and all my trainers do as well. So it just made sense that you're trying to bring out your inner athlete on our training floor, no matter what that looks like. And even if you didn't know you had one, we'll bring it out of you so you can see that you actually can do these things to stay fit. Now, uh, can you share maybe a success story where you took somebody to the next level uh, while working with them? Absolutely. We have 10 of those. Um, I've had people walk in my door and they give me their long list of things they can't do. And I listen and I nod and say, yes, yes, yes. And then I show them we can fix all of that. Um, In particular, one client, Yolanda, I remember the day she walked in, she said, my knees hurt. I've been, you know, uh, refereeing basketball for a long time. And there's so many things that I can't do. And I nodded. Yes, yes, yes. And The next thing you know, the next year, she's on stage looking the most amazing she's ever looked in her life. And people can't believe how old she is because she has the the best abs you've ever seen. But it's it's just a matter of progression and understanding how to rehab certain muscles and get stronger, you know, quads and core and all the things that she needed to support those knees. And she's looking amazing still to this day. And it's been years now. So yeah, it's, it's, it's just a matter of understanding your body and the nutrition and doing all the things that it takes, putting that all together, and then you've got this great finished product. And then working Although with... I should say, you're never finished. It's just an ongoing lifestyle from there on. And having somebody that knows what they're doing can really accelerate the progress and prevent injuries because I find a lot of folks that try to do this on their own, maybe by watching videos, you know, going on YouTube or reading a magazine, they tend to overdo it. They tend to get hurt. And all of a sudden they used to be the person that went to the gym. Um, I think it's critically important to have an expert at your side to really help you through this because if you don't do some of this right, you're, you could get hurt. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. There, there are things even to this day that I will bring in a second pair of eyes to watch me because there are small things that I'm trying to achieve with my physique. And I need another professional to correct me if I'm slightly off or turn my feet a certain way. Um, you know, so we, we all need that. Even myself, I've, I'm, always the one that's still constantly learning from my peers and wanting to have 
that second pair of eyes to help me even get better. So now if somebody wanted to learn more, have a more substantive conversation uh, with you or somebody on your team, what's the website? It's inner-athlete.com. And you can contact us anytime through the website or find us on Facebook at The Inner Athlete or on Instagram, also at The Inner Athlete. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Bay Area Business Radio. 